At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. What's up, everyone? It's Oliver Fernandez, and today I want to share with you part two of what you must do before you do anything. So the economy is starting to open up. Leah, Liliana, and I went down to Georgetown, the waterfront, over the weekend, and we walked around. We had a great time. We we got some acai bowls at South Block, which is one of our favorite things to do, so that was really cool to do over the weekend. And surprisingly, there was a good amount of people out. You know, there was also a quite a few people who were not wearing masks. So that's interesting because although this is a small percentage of the entire economy, it was nice to see people that are not petrified about going out and being around people. Because at the end of the day, life is about communicating and interacting with people. And if we can't get back to that, we're going to have a huge detriment on our economy. So, you know, obviously getting out and being around people is what's going to pull our economy back out of this coronavirus slump that we're in and get it back up and running again. So last week we talked about part one of what you need to do before you do anything. And part one was you must believe as if you're going to hit your goal with 100% certainty. Remember, If you don't believe as a leader, how can you even expect anyone else to believe? So number one is you must believe. Number two, which is what we're going to go over today, is commitment. This was a tough one for me in the beginning. When I was first becoming an entrepreneur, I was in real estate, I was in real estate development, and I was in construction. There was so many things going on for me in life that it was hard for me to even keep track of what was going on. I was one day I was, you know, showing clients in the real estate game. And the next day I was coordinating with my team on the development side. And then the following day I was working with my dad and all of our subcontractors on the construction side. And I couldn't even keep it straight, let alone anybody else keep it straight. And that's why I got myself in trouble because I had too many things going on at the same time. I was focusing on everything, and in turn, I was focusing on nothing. My focus was diluted. I learned this dilution model at the ClickFunnels event this past year. And one of the speakers, Dan Henry, got up on stage and he he drew this huge circle. And this was your focus. The circle was your focus. And what he said was, when you have one thing, that's 100% of your focus going towards one thing. And as soon as you 
add another thing. Like when I went from real estate to real estate development, I added another thing. I took my focus and made it 50% on each thing. So here I was, I was focusing on two things, giving each thing 50% focus. And then the third thing that I did was I added another thing. Now I'm giving three things 33% focus instead of giving one thing my entire focus. And by doing that, I diluted my focus. My focus was in three different areas instead of being in one area. So the more you don't focus, the more you don't say no to the distractions, the farther you are putting yourself away from hitting your dreams and your goals. Let me give you another example from my run the other day. So I was on this run and it was like the home stretch. And I was so excited to get home. It was was the first run in my series of runs. And I was exhausted. I set this goal like, hey, let's get home. Let's get home. And I'm running down the street. And mind you, I'm a 250-pound man. I'm running down the street. My goal is to get home. I'm focused on it. I'm locked in. I Nothing's getting in my way from getting home. And then next thing you know, I hear I hear something right out the side of my ear, like running, running, running in the leaves. And I look over and it's a little squirrel. I let this little squirrel disrupt me from hitting my goal. And that was getting home. I'm big bear hunting and I'm letting a little squirrel disrupt me from my goal. There's always going to be those little distractions. There's always going to be those those people that are, that, are, that are trying to pull your attention away from where you're trying to go. And you can't let those little things distract you from your focus and putting your focus on where you really want to go. So when you are committed, you give yourself the ability to persevere. You give yourself the ability to overcome. And we as human beings have always been able to overcome and persevere. My little niece, Lariah, was a great reminder of perseverance over the last five months. So five months ago, my little, my little niece was trying to walk. And, you know, obviously she didn't have the, she didn't know body coordination. She didn't understand balance. She didn't know how to work, work her legs. But my little niece continued to be persevere. She continued to go after it. She continued to put the energy and effort into it. She had fun with it. You know, she would literally go from the couch to the ottoman, take one step, had the biggest smile on her face. She never gave up. She continued to do it. And in continuing to do it, she persevered. Now she's walking. It didn't happen for her. She had to go out there and do it. She had to be committed to it. She had to be committed, so committed to it that and persevere through all the obstacles that she had to overcome to be able to walk. And she did it. We all have done it. It's almost like we forgot like how to persevere. We do it all the time. And I went through this as well when I first started my company. When I was a half a million dollars in the hole, Most people would have given up. Most people would have said, you know, this is too much to overcome and laid down. I was so committed to the goal that giving up and laying down wasn't even an option for me. I had my future on the line. I had the future of my family on the line. I had the future of my vendors on the line. 
I had the future, the people that I wanted to give a helping hand to on the line. And having all this on the line gave me no other choice but to be committed. To be committed to doing whatever it took to make it happen. Even though I was scared to get on calls and make cold calls, I remember sitting on my couch, working from home and sitting on my couch making my calls, and I was literally petrified. I was so petrified to take action, to get on the phone and make the call. I was scared. I had to overcome being scared. I had to overcome the judgment that I thought the person on the other side of the line was giving me. No one else could do that for me. I had to do it. I had to overcome that. In overcoming that is where I got great happiness. I get great happiness through the fact knowing that I can get on the phone with someone and be able to direct the conversation in a way that can help them get what they want and in turn also help me get what I want. And it took perseverance to be able to overcome those challenges that I had in front of me. And the last thing with being committed is being so committed that you are consistent with your commitment. Most people are only committed to doing something for a day, maybe a week, sometimes a month, and very rarely, very rarely for a year. They are not really committed to the activities they need to do. They're only interested in the activities. They don't, they're not committed to it. They're interested in the activities they need to do, and it shows. It shows in the fact that they do not do anything consistently. I struggle with being consistent too. I mean, I was willing to work hard. I was willing to put the time in, but I also wanted my breaks too. It was like I was in school again. I wanted to work hard for nine months, put the time in for nine months, and get a summer break too. Be able to take three months off. But unfortunately, that's just not how business works. I had to get myself so committed enough to be consistent over the long haul. When I was at my lowest of lows, I was sitting in my little office area listening to a YouTube video with Le- about Les Brown. And I heard Les Brown say, everybody keeps saying, this is going to be my year. This is going to be my year. And Les said, you know what? Forget this being your year. You need a good decade. And this really struck me. I was thinking too small. I was trying to make everything happen in a year instead of thinking long-term. This thinking long-term mentality affected everything in my business. It affected my relationships with my vendors. It affected the relationships with with my customers. It affected my relationships with my employees. Building my relationships for consistency over the long term changed everything. The customers that I talked to could even see this in my communication and follow up with them. Some of my best clients today are people that I consistently followed up with for two and three years. These are the people that I call After they, and this is the people that I call when they've left the position working for the Air Force 
and they move over to the Navy, they believe in me so much because they see how consistent I am that they still want to work with me at their new agency. Being consistent builds trust. And the relationships that I have are so tight because I was committed. I was committed to being consistent. This is why being committed is the number two thing you need to do in mobilizing your mindset. So to date, we have learned two of the three principles of mobilizing your mindset. Number one is you must believe in the dream or goal or no one else will. It's literally that simple. Your belief has to be so high in the outcome that you're going after to get other people to be committed to that goal, to get other people to be believe in that goal. And number two is what we went over today is you must be committed to the dream to avoid the distractions, to overcome the obstacles, and to be consistent enough to see it through. The last principle of mobilizing your mindset, we will review next time. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.